I'm Lauren. And I'm Sasha. And this is Popcorn Fort, a movie podcast where we describe movies badly. Lauren, I'm really uncomfortable. We've Why? got this light on in here, and like, I feel this is the best <laughs> light I've ever seen you. I am beheld. Yep, I am beholding you, Lauren. No, stop that. I mean, it was my my choice to put the light there. It was your choice. It was very much a And now you have to live with the consequences. Yes. You opened this can of worms, now lay in it. You know, I haven't seen worms in ages. You're right. I see a lot of snails sometimes. Yes, snails and slugs. Okay, Lauren, well, let's pretend we had some good banter, and uh, <laughs> I'll edit it into good banter. It's fine. Cool, great. Yeah, just like record yourself having like a scripted <laughs> chat and edit it to sound like me. And no, no, what I'll do is I'll take like selected words oh. and edit them together to make banter. Yeah. That was a very funny joke, Lauren. Oh, I'd never say that. <laughs> That's why I have to edit it. It's true. Wait a second, Lauren. I just, all of the stories, just you saying whatever made me like, very true, Lauren. You are so smart, Lauren. <laughs> have you listened to the podcast recently? Hmm. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Okay, Lauren, Lauren. Yes. The movie I'm going to tell you about this week yes. is Barbarella, Hooray. Queen of the Galaxy. <gasps> I didn't know it was called Queen of the Galaxy. It's a, yeah, Barbarella, colon, Queen of the Galaxy. I love that. You're welcome. John. Alien lady, probably. Is that your prediction? I mean, yes. Yes. But, like, give me some tags okay. so I can do it properly. Okay, I'm going to give you some tags. Um, the tags are Actual Angel, mm-hmm. Rescue Mission, and Sexual Awakenings. This is going to be a fun movie. <laughs> it is definitely a movie. Actual angel rescue mission, sexual awakenings, sci-fi like eighties, sixties, sixties, even more buck wild. Mm. Um, I think, can't tell. You, yeah, nineteen sixty-eight. I think it's a U- it's a USA film. Surely, like I have said to you previously, I'm pretty sure this is the one where she's giant, and that's all I know. Okay. <laughs> And probably scantily clad because this is sixties sci-fi. This but, is sixties sci-fi. Um, this is. A kaiju movie. A kaiju movie. <laughs> and Barbarella's the kaiju? Barbarella emerges from the ocean. <laughs> Holy shit. Yes. Yeah. Okay, no, we have to start not with that, because mm-hmm. that would be a wild place. To, a great place to start a movie, but also wild. Yeah. Okay, we start with phenomena. Phenomena? Phenomena start happening. What Everyone's sort of phenomena? Like, oh, you know, the usual, like, weird weather and, I don't know, Lots of UFO sightings and mm. orbs, orbs, cattle mutilation, crop circles. Yeah, you know, you know, yeah. phenomena, phenomena, <laughs> phenomena start happening, and everyone's like, "Oh wow, there's been an uptick in in phenomena." It's probably like Roswell or Area Fifty One or something. I like how it's just like there's been an uptick. <laughs> We've already accepted phenomena as standard <laughs> practice here. I mean, you get how you know the the usual low level background hum of like people saying this phenomenon. Okay, yeah, but yeah, now there's yeah. a lot more. Reports. But now, and now scientists are like, oh, actually, we're experiencing phenomena. Like on even our instruments. us, the scientists. Oh, okay. Like we we have like actual evidence of phenomena now. Oh no, there's a lot of phenomena happening, mm. and and all of America, the rest of the world probably doesn't care. All of America is like, wow, what's happening? And some people are like, it's the end of the world, and some people are like, the alien are coming and um there's probably a protagonist and maybe she's a scientist and she's trying to figure out is she a scientist is she a conspiracy theorist she's not involved she's not involved she just has a farm she goes on a trip mm-hmm. to see her sister in a coastal city mm-hmm. and that's the day that barbarella emerges from the ocean <gasps> Ooh. Mm. so th- this farm lady what's her name um susan susan Yes. Susan goes to the coast to see her sister, yes. Nancy. Nancy, yes. And she timed it either very well or very poorly, depending. Depending. Beca- 
because that's the day that that a fucking skyscraper high, scantily clad, sixty sci-fi woman mm-hmm. emerges from the ocean. Very nice. So, are you saying so? All the phenomena have sounded more sky-based, but she emerges from the sea. I mean, I don't think much is explained in this movie. You know, what? fair enough. I shouldn't. I think have, it's just like these are these are omens of the emergence. Very well. Of Barbarella. Yeah. It's the portents. Exactly. Exactly. See, I think I think throughout this movie, people are going to be like, what is she? Where did she come from? And there's like a whole little subplot where they're like, we think she may be a biblical angel, but we're not sure. Like, the signs may point to that. Wow. That's pretty fun. Yeah. But like, the movie never makes it clear mm. whether she's like an alien or an angel or like a mutant mm. or what's actually happening. Mm-mm. Um, so Barbarella emerges and she starts walking onto the land and, you know, she's crushing things because she can't help it. Yeah. She's not actively trying to cause damage, but then the military show up because oh, they no. always fucking do. They always do. do. This is a King Kong situation where she's like, what are these? SWAT's helicopters. Nice. <laughs> so she doesn't even realize like there's people or anything. Well, I mean, we are ants to Barbarella. It's true. She doesn't even notice at first. She's like, oh, wow, look at all these weird rocks on the shore. <laughs> wow, they're so pointy. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. And then the military shows up and then she starts fighting back. Mm. And I think the rest of the, the plot of the movie is basically um, Susan as the, um, I don't know, Su- Susan as the monster apologist. Oh, yeah. Basically trying to stop people attacking Barbarella. Mm. So she can, I think her goal just seems to be walk into America. <laughs> Fair, that's a good goal Like, no one knows where she's going or mm. what she wants to do Yeah mm-hmm. I don't know, I think in the last, like, ten minutes of the movie Susan manages to get everyone to stop bothering Barbarella And then Barbarella's like, you are a friend And kind of just kidnaps her and takes her with her nice. on her, her hike Bye Yes what And a Susan's nice like, hmm, this is a very attractive giant woman And I'm not sure how to feel about that <laughs> I'm just not certain about the logistics. (laughs) Susan's like, A, didn't know I was into that. B, didn't know I was into that. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Like, category A, uncertain. Subcategory? (laughs) Category A, women. Subcategory, giant? Question mark? (laughs) Is there a limit on how big? Mm -mm. I don't think Barbarella ever speaks. Oh, yes. I think she's obviously intelligent, Mm. but it's a bit of a, like, a a King Kong kind of dynamic. Yeah. Or maybe if she does speak, her voice is simply too deep for anyone to... She, she, She tries to speak, and A, no one can understand... No one's sure if she's speaking any language that we understand, because mm-hmm. we can't understand her, because she speaks in, like... You can he- you can hear, like, a deep, booming noise, and it's also, like, a lots of subsonics. I was imagining when Barbarella emerged from the ocean, mm. she just had perfectly coiffed hair that oh, wasn't yes, wet. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just, like, she emerges, but she's not wet. She's, like... Someone's, like, spritzed her with a spray bottle. Oh, yeah. But she's not... She's obviously not wet. Mm. <laughs> Does she have any, like, fishies? Mm, no, I think she just emerges. Fair enough. Yep. She's just fine. There's no seaweed. She doesn't have to worry about that. Exactly. No, she has one artfully draped thing of seaweed that she, like, delicately removes. Beautiful. Yep. She's so, yep. so and, stylish. And the movie ends with Barbarella and Susan just trekking off into the sunset. And it's <laughs> like, what will happen? Nobody knows. There was going to be a sequel. But it was cancelled. Yes. That's my pitch. That's your pitch. Beautiful <laughs> pitch, Lauren. Do you want me to talk about the actual movie, Lauren? Please. Cool, you're completely wrong. I'm you didn't hit sure a single note. Excellent. I love that. 
All right. So Barbarella, Queen of the Galaxy, mm-hmm. is a mm-hmm. movie from... Uh, I forgot it was called Queen of the Galaxy. Yeah. Oh, well. It's your own fault. <laughs> um, it's from 1968. Mm-hmm. Um, this movie is, is very saucy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, some fun facts. Mm-hmm. There was a re-release of it in 1977, mm-hmm. um, which was edited to be um, a PG film right. to cash in on the success of Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope. <gasps> Good. <laughs> Hey, we have some sci-fi in our vaults. We just need to take out about 90% of the nudity. Mm, which is a lot of the movie. <laughs> yeah. And it was, um, to give you the vibe of this movie, it's almost like yeah, um, the uh, original series of Star Trek mm-hmm. mixed with Labyrinth. That's the sort of vibe. I did get, I, I did have an original series vibe in my head. Like, you know how all the women were dressed? Yeah. Yes. Oh, it's very much like that. Yes. Original series, but then also has some, like, David Boy Labyrinth vibes to it. Nice. I think I'm going to have to watch this. It's pretty silly. Uh, and now I have an important note. Mm-hmm. During this whole outline, I'm not really going to ever say it, mm-hmm. but Barbarella kirks her outfit all the time where, you know, like, it gets torn. Yeah. And then she'll change it at any given moment. Like, if a scene changes, assume her outfit's changed. Nice. Right. Okay, so I'm going to get started. All right. So we open. We're in space. There's a uh, a pink spaceship. It looks kind of weird. <laughs> kind of looks like a whistle, but with like setting three the tone spots. already. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And um. Okay. So we see the interior of the spaceship, and Lauren. Uh-huh. Yes. It's all shag. Like yes. it's like a caramel brown shag rug. Oh my god. But the walls, the ceiling, and the floor is all shag. Yes. Good. And there's a statue of I think Lady Justice, like you know, weighing the thing. Oh yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, her cockpit is like recessed into the ground. It's like a pit. Nice. So that's the spaceship. So it opens up, and we open with a um sexy strip tease okay. of Barbarella in zero G. She's wearing like a really clunky spacesuit. Uh huh. And she's just like. The whole, like, Barbarella music, like, she has a theme song playing. Is she on wires? She's not on wires. How they filmed this is that they actually put the set on its back, mm-hmm. like, so it was facing the ceiling, and they put a glass pane on top. Oh, I see. And so she was rolling on that glass pane, stripping. Floating, yeah. Yeah. That's, they, that's really clever. It was very clever. Yeah. That's how I assumed, like, I was like, she's clearly, like, rolling on something. Yeah. And, like, it was kind of amusing, like, obviously some parts of her costume were on wires where someone would pull it so it would come off her. Mm. But it's other parts where she's like, she's pulled off her gloves, she pulls off her shoes and kicks it off. Yeah. And then, and like, at one point... stay in midair. Yeah. Or, nice. like, at one point she kicked off her helmet because the helmet's, like, round. Mm. Like, went off screen and then it rolled back on. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Yeah. And so she does this whole strip tease, and that's mm-hmm. our first time ever meeting her, and mm. then... For this next scene, she's just naked. Sure. Because that's how she is. That's how she is. Yes. So the president... It's her her ship. She can be naked. She can be naked if she wants. And then um, the president of Earth calls Barbarella. Mm -hmm. And the way that call works is that her statue of Lady Liberty or whatever, like, arms move, and then, like, an orb screen appears (laughs) in her extended arm. So the president of Earth calls Barbarella, and Barbara's like, oh, let me just put something on. He's like, no, this is too important. This is a matter of state affairs. So it's a work call. You don't need to put clothes on. (laughs) But was like, this sounds legit. <laughs> I agree with your Earth customs. Yeah, she's she's an Earthling. Is she okay. She's a very qualified Earthling. She's like an astrophysicist. Oh, okay. So she's an astronaut in a, a human astronaut in a spaceship. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But like, this is like 
I don't know, the 40th century or something. This is, okay, yeah, this is the, the distant future of the year 1992, as it were. As it were. <laughs> yes. Yes. So basically, the president of Earth calls Barbarella, and he's like, I have a mission for you. Mm-hmm. Um, there's this scientist called Duran Duran. <laughs> every time I heard it, I was like, the band? Duran Duran? <laughs> yeah, um, it's like, your mission is to find Duran Duran. Um, he vanished in an uncharted region of, like, space mm-hmm. on this, like, uncolonized, not uncolonized, yeah, uncolonized planet. Yeah. Where it's just like, you know, no one knows what's there. Now we have to find him and save him because he's the inventor of the positronic ray. And then like Barbarella's like, what's the positronic ray? And he's like, it's a weapon. And Barbarella's like, oh, a weapon? Why? Barbarella, you're an astronaut. How do you not know about the positronic ray? No, no, it's great because Barbarella's basically like, wow, we haven't had a war in centuries. <laughs> <laughs> like the universe has been pacified for so long. Um, and he's on this unknown planet. And the person's like, yes, there could be anything there. There could be violence. On that planet. <gasps> Gasp. Yeah. And so if that violent planet gets the ray, they could bring war to the entire universe. Nice. And it's like, wow, war. Nice. So scary. Yeah. Barbara has a line. She's like, you mean um, savage, primitive minded, like all that sort of stuff. <laughs> nice. Where it's like almost too well like scripted. Yeah. 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 yeah um, we and- have a point we're trying to get across. Yeah. Yeah, and so the president's like, Barbarella, you're our only hope. You must find Duran Duran. And here, I have a thing for you, which is like a little thing that goes on our hand and has a gemstone. And he's like, it will glow in the presence of Duran Duran. <laughs> Good. I was like, I don't really follow your signs, but okay. It's fine. It's the distant future. He's like, also have all these guns. They're from a museum. Sure. And Barbarella's like, thank you, holding like a giant pile of guns. Why does Barbarella want or need the guns? Because that planet may be violent, Lauren. She'll have to defend herself with more violence. How does she know how to do the violence? She's Barbarella. I don't know, Lauren. <laughs> she just can. She just knows how guns work. Okay. She's just cool and strong. Mm. And the guns all are attached. She has like a little remote battery charger pack mm-hmm. that's like attached to her boot. Mm-hmm. Um, and like the guns are all synced to that and that's where they get their power. Okay. It's only important because it will lose energy later on. Of course on. it will, yes. I'm like, you didn't Check Chekhov's that. boot battery. Yeah. It's never mentioned until, like, the scene before she loses the... I see. <laughs> you know. So Barbarella's, like, flying to the planet, um, and she crashes. I'm not gonna go Amazing. into depth. I'm shocked. Yeah. Yep, she gets out, and she's on this weird ice planet, and her ship's damaged. And then she's captured by these two, like, weird children. They, they look like twins, and they're in the same outfit. Oh. And then she's like, well, hello there, children. And they're just like... Hmm. And they throw, like, a rock at her and knock her out. <laughs> violence! Immediate violence. <laughs> so they knock her out, and they tie her up. Uh, it takes her to Duran Duran's crash ship, and Barbara's uh-huh. like, holy shit, this is a crash ship. Uh-huh. And inside this crash ship is, like, basically feral children. Uh-huh. It's like the Lost Boys, and Good. they all have weapons, and a lot of them just wear matching outfits. I'm like, are all children twins in this world? <laughs> <laughs> They're creepy, and that's all that matters. They are creepy, and they tie her up, and, uh-huh. like, they pull out all these dolls. And, um... Uh-huh. Yeah, like, she doesn't understand the language, like, that glowy crystal thing after a while will translate languages mm-hmm, for her. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they pull out all these dolls, and she's like, I'm going to tell your parents, this is kind of weird. I really can't play with your dolls with you. Mm-hmm. And then the dolls turn out to be, like, these creepy mechanical ones with, like, metal teeth that, like, oh. chomp. Oh. And so they just, like, you know, surround um, Barbarella and start chomping at her, which basically means, oh, look. It just ruins her outfit. It's just ruining <laughs> her outfit. And Barbarella's like, no! And then we hear, like, the sort of, like, cracking of a whip, and, like, uh-huh. three men rock up. Uh-huh. Two of them are on all leather armor, and they have whips, mm-hmm. and um, one of them is, like, a guy who's essentially just wearing almost, like, a Wookiee costume without the head. Okay. He's, like, he's covered in fur. Sure. Yeah. 
and he's the catch man. And what hey, happens what? is he shoots a gun that drops a net on all the children. Uh-huh. And he, like, he captures the children, and they start taking them away. <laughs> and he releases Barbarella, and Barbara's like, oh, thank you for saving me. Um, what was with all of that? <laughs> this, so this is Mark Hand, the catch man. Mark Hand, the catch man. He's pretty great. I love him. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he's basically like, yes. As you know, all children must live in the wild until they reach a serviceable age. And then we capture them and turn them over to the authorities. Wild. So there appears to be, like, there's, like, three... From from what age? Do the children look after the babies? Unclear. All of these children are, like, preteens. Do they just all... uh, Like, you you give birth to a baby, you abandon it in the wilderness, the feral children pick it up and raise it. Unclear. And then once the children are serviceable, they just forcibly reintroduced into society Unclear. and expected to be productive members. Uh, to be fair, no one in the society is productive. Okay, good. Yeah, there's like three places in this world. There's Sogo, the city of the night, mm-hmm. which is kind of like the capital. Mm-hmm. There's the labyrinth, which is just outside of Sogo. Good. And then there's this place, which is like the wild ice plains. Good. So I'm just like, single biome, planet. Single biome. <laughs> yep. Good. So um, she's basically to the catch man. She's like, Hey, um, do you know Duran Duran? This is his ship. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, I know nothing of the ship. It was here when I became a catchman. You know, I capture these children. Um, and, but if you want answers, you should go to Sogo, the capital. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's kind of the only that's place. That's the only place where people are. Yeah. And he's like, anyway, let me go. That's your spaceship over there. Uh, I'm pretty sure I can fix it for you. And she's like, oh, oh thank you so much. Chill. And he takes her back to the spaceship in his wind sled, uh-huh. which is basically like... um. Yeah, uh, it has, like, almost blow up. When I say blow up, I mean, like, literally, like, inflatable sails that inflate. What? And then he has, like, a f- giant fan that blows it. Oh, my God. That's some cartoon bullshit. Yeah, cartoon bullshit. And so Barbara gets in the sled, and she's like, Oh, however, can I thank you for all your help? And then he's like, You know, yes, if you want to thank me, we can make love together. <laughs> and, like, Barbara's like, Oh, but you don't even know, like, my psychotronic signals. Like, all this sort of thing. And he's just like, I have uh, no... What? It was something like that. And and Mark Hand is like, I have no idea what you're saying. And she's like, you know, so our brains sync up and then we both take our pill and then we touch hands and oh. then it takes one minute and that's how earthlings have sex. Barbarella has future sex. She doesn't know about the 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 like the, the primitive sex. Yeah, she's like, Yes, we got away with all that sex because um it was distracting. And so we just take <laughs> this these is pills. Time Lord bullshit. Pretty much. <laughs> And he's like, listen, I don't know how to do that, and I'm not into that. Let's just make normal sex. And Barbarella's like, I have no idea, but fine. <laughs> and then, so, we just get a scene. Instead of them having sex, it's yes. just a scene of, like, the wind sled just going around in circles in one spot. Good help. Good. So, so once all of that business is done, and then we cut to Barbara like, laying down, covered in fur, and she's just like, la, 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 la. So so you know she had a good time. Um, Yeah, and so Mark Hand fixes her spaceship, and he's like, Barbarella, you can borrow some furs and get dressed because your outfit is torn. And her previous outfit was literally like a body stocking. That was a very fine mesh body stocking, uh, a sort of armored bralette. You know, a space suit. A space suit, (laughs) and like a 
half a mini skirt. Uh huh. Uh huh. Where it's like just the butts covered, and she had like a, a capelet. Cool. That was her outfit. Cool. It's like you can borrow some furs. So she rocks up in like this fur mini dress with a massive tail, and her hair is all done up in like a new like bouffant style. Good. He's like, wow, you should put some of these warm clothes on. And she's like, I will wear as few of them as possible. Pretty much. I'm from the future. We already we have. We don't believe in clothes. Uh, tracks. Yes. So uh, he fixes the ship. Uh-huh. Um, and Barbarella is like, you know, I see why they say sex is pretty distracting. That was fun. <laughs> I might hit you up later. Nice. And so she gets into her spaceship. She takes off. But unfortunately. Oh, no. He repaired it in reverse. What? So instead of taking off and going to this guy, like it goes up and then instead starts crashing down because it's done in reverse. And because so- it's a completely different technology and he didn't know what he was doing? I think he just put some duct tape on there. Maybe nice. like some fur. No. <laughs> and so Barbara was like, oh no, we're going down. Okay, activate the drill. The drill? So why does a spaceship have a drill? I cannot tell you anything. The spaceship is uh, wild. Good. It crashes like three times or something. <laughs> oh my god. No, um, yeah, so it goes into the planet and drills through and the catchman is very traumatized. He's like, Barbarella! Barbarella! <laughs> Good. Yep, so the ship is just, like drilling through the center of the earth. It's doing all that. It comes to a stop and Barbarella exits the ship, which has now got another hole in it. Mm-hmm. And then she gets knocked out by a rock. The children... It's not back. the children. No? Not the children this time. But it's just an underground rock. It's falling. just like, um, she like, because there's all these rocks piled on the spaceship, okay. and she comes out, and then the rock's like, what if we fall on you too? And she's okay. like, no! <laughs> so she's now on the ground, knocked out, looking very beautiful, and kind mm-hmm. of posed. Mm-hmm. And a man appears. We only see his legs. Uh-huh. And then he, like, he sort of starts feeling her. Uh-huh. And Barbara wakes up, and she looks up, and there's an angel! My god! A literal angel! Nice. So it's like this like buff guy with blonde hair, blue eyes... He has a very always, like, vacant look on his face. Good. He's wearing, like, a feathered loincloth underpants situation. Good. Like, it goes up to almost, like, the bottom of his ribs. Yeah, yeah, And it's, like, just yeah. speedo cut as yeah. well. Does he have over. wings? He has wings. He has some is fun he, big is wings. Is he glowy? He's not glowy. He's... Okay. He's, he's just... He's tan. He's just tan. Yeah. I, I, I can see him. Yep. <laughs> he's tan. And so this is Pygar, and he's a blind angel. Okay. And Barella sees him, and she's like... Hmm, I'm dead, huh? I died. I clearly just died. There's uh-huh, an angel here. Uh-huh. And then Piger's like, you're not dead. You're in the labyrinth. Cool. Labyrinth angels. Labyrinth. Yep. So she's in the labyrinth of the City of Night, which is, um, Sogo is the City of Night. Mm-hmm. And once more, her spaceship is broken. Oh no, we need a different man to fix it for her. Yeah, and so like we learn the labyrinth is basically just outside of Sogo. It's where all like the undesirable and the rejects and the slaves are sent by the great tyrant. Cool. And they just live in the labyrinth. Love which a dystopia. Bas- yeah, it's a dystopia, but it's basically just like all the people who live in the labyrinth. I don't know how they're slaves. They don't serve any purpose. All the, all the fun people go to the labyrinth. <laughs> well, it's they're all pretty much naked or like scantily clad. Sure. But their aesthetic is like dirty rock crystals and cobwebs. Oh, And some cool. of them are like inside the walls of the labyrinth. And I'm like, I don't feel like how? that's... I don't Why? know. Maybe they just crawled in and now they peer out the holes. Yeah. <laughs> They want to be in there. Yeah, yeah. They decided to be wall dwellers. Sometimes you're a wall dweller. Listen, it seems kind of fun. <laughs> yeah, so Pygar's like, okay, I'm going to go take you to meet um, Professor Ping, because she's like, hey, do you know Duran Duran? I'm looking for Duran Duran. Pygar's like, Professor Ping might know. <laughs> and we get the basic rundown. Sogo is ruled by the great tyrant mm-hmm. and is dedicated to evil, and everything not evil is exiled to the labyrinth. <laughs> 
Cool. So it's just a city of like, we are evil here. Nice. God, we love being love evil. Love that. Love that. Unapologetic. Pretty much. And Piger's whole backstory is that he fell in a magnetic storm and landed in Sogo and he was then blinded and kicked into the so labyrinth. So he's just straight up an angel. I believe so. I think he's just a literal angel. Cool. Angels just exist on this planet. Love that. Magnetic storms will fuck them up. Is he the only one? Yeah. The cool. only one we ever see. Love that. Yeah. And so, like, um, Duran Duran's is like, not Duran Duran, um, Ping, Professor Ping is like, yeah, I know Duran Duran, he's in Sogo, like, if you want him, he'll, he'll be in there. He's evil. He's evil. But Barbara's like, I can't get there. It's all the way over there, and we're in this labyrinth. Like, how do I get there? <laughs> and Ping is like, I'll fix your spaceship. He's like, he takes a look at it, he's like, yeah. Like, Barbara's like, how long will this take? And he's like, well, it could take hours, could take weeks, <laughs> you know, could take any amount of time. And Barbara's like, I really don't have time for this. I gotta go. Piger, can you fly me? Uh-huh. And Professor, no, and then Piger's like, I'm sorry, I can't fly. I'm way too depressed. <laughs> and Barbara's like, well, damn it. Well, Have you heard of this thing called sex? Essentially. <laughs> She's like, damn it, Piger, let me show, just show me your home. And Piger's like, I will show you how to lead me to my home. Uh-huh. And I was like, that feels convoluted, Piger. What if you just lead her well, to your home? He, he knows how to get there, obviously. Yeah, Piger, this is your home. <laughs> and you've been leading her around the labyrinth. Yeah. So he um, leads her to it, and it's a beautiful nest. And I'm here like, how does he get to the... He can't fly. Is he crawling up to his nest? And like, you see the nest, and there's all this tweeting of birds. I'm like, why are there tweeting of birds? There's no birds there. <laughs> the birds make a cloud and lift him up to his nest and then fly away again. Mm-hmm. Mm. But anyway, so they go to the nest, mm-hmm. and Barbara's like, wow, it's so beautiful. It's just... Um, it's, it's a not, nest. Yeah, it's just a nest. <laughs> it's not in. pretty. It sticks. <laughs> and you're looking at it from underneath, so it's it's just... Sort of a lump. Yeah, stick lump. Yeah, but then the Leverman. So the Leverman are the guys who are whipping the children. Okay. Um, rock up, and they attack Barbarella. She kicks a gun to Pygar, and she's like, Pygar, right in front of you. And he picks it up, and he starts aiming. She's like, to the left, to the left. Okay, now shoot. <laughs> and so he shoots one of the Leverman, and Barbarella's like, nice. That's great. And so they go <laughs> to the nest, and they bang. Oh, now she approves of violence. Yeah, Barbarella has, like, no stand on violence. She's like, violence? Like, savages. Noise. Barbarella's like, I've never tried many of these things, but now that I have, I like it. I like all of them. Father, I crave violence. <laughs> yes, so that's Barbarella's whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, She's enjoying her violence. So they bang and then he's not depressed and then he can fly her? How did you protect all of this, Lauren? <laughs> and we know they bang because Barbarella is naked in the nest and she's just, like, got a feather and she's stroking it over her face and doing, like, the... And then she looks up and opens her eyes and like Pygar's just flying in the sky. <laughs> Pygar, you're beautiful and you can fly. He's like, yeah, I feel a lot better now. Pygar, they know about sex on your planet. You could have fucked before this. Unless he was a literal angel. I guess. Unclear. Yeah. So basically Pygar can now fly to Sogo and they have like, you know, a big air fight with some lover man. Sure. Who have their own flying things. <laughs> and at one point, like Barbarella's like shooting her gun. And then I guess the energy, the energy thing depletes. Mm-hmm. And so instead of just putting her gun away, she just slides it into Pygar's loincloth. <laughs> She's like, excuse me. And we get like a very close shot of like his stomach as she slides it in. She's also wearing clothes though. Her clothes are another sort of like mesh bodysuit. I guess she doesn't have pockets. And then like a red G-string over it. <laughs> yeah, she definitely doesn't have pockets. There's nowhere for her to store any of this. I don't know where the, the gun came out. Yeah, I was going to say, where did they come from? I feel like she's been keeping them on her spaceship. Okay. But yeah, it's like, sure. hmm. So she's now just storing it in his loincloth. Mm-hmm. This will come up later. Cool. They land in, like, Pyger's like, yes, 
Um, you shouldn't be seen with an angel in Sogo because angels are anathema to Sogo. You know, the evil place. <laughs> because we're essentially good. Yeah. And they know about angels because they have them here. Yeah. Uh-huh. So they land in a back street uh-huh. and they wander around. And uh, Sogo is, is a very sinful place. Mm-hmm. Like, you just get occasional naked people just, like, dangling in slings. Cool. S- some low-key BDSM. Everyone has saucy cloves. I mean, Occasionally you'll then. just see, like, corpses <laughs> on the ground. Unclear if they're dead or not. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so they're walking around and Barbara Ellis is like, oh my. <laughs> and Pygris is like, I am blind. I don't see shit. <laughs> and then all these people are like, hmm, that's clearly an angel. Like, look at that naked man with his big wings. So he, he's not doing BDSM at all. No, that's he not BDSM. Around from, here, from around here. <laughs> yeah, so they're walking along and like these random dudes just kind of like yoink in and like kind of kidnap Barbarella uh-huh. just because like they're walking next to like this giant opening in the ground. <laughs> So these, like, dudes just kind of, like, <laughs> just drag her into the pit. Pretty much. Good. Like, they push Pygar over and they just all, like, uh, Geronimo into the pit. Nice. And Pygar's like, ah, hmm, this isn't great. I am blind. <laughs> I am blind and trapped in this city. Yeah. And then. he could just fly away. He could. Well, it's kind of, like, in a bubble, almost like they came in through a window. Oh, he could still fly away. He could still fly away. Just open a new window. <laughs> Yeah, and Barbara's like, ah, Pega, help me. And then to the random man, she's like, what do you want from me? And she's like, oh, yeah, no, it's kind of clear what you want from me. (laughs) Yeah, they're just like, you know, general skeevy looking men. But then they both get like either knocked out or killed, unclear, Uh by this this lady who's like spinning two knives. And she has like an eye patch. (gasps) And she's like, hello, pretty, pretty. Why aren't you pretty, pretty? So pretty, pretty, pretty. I must establish I am a lesbian immediately. Very much. This lady is like immediately just like, I am very good. She's like, oh, you're so pretty, pretty, pretty. And <laughs> pretty, would you pretty. like to- I see pretty woman. I, I, I forget word pretty. <laughs> very much so. Um, and uh, Barbarella's like, I'm not pretty, pretty. I'm Barbarella. And she's like, would you like to come play with me? I won't charge you. <laughs> oh, that's what I think. And Barbara's like, I need to leave. <laughs> And then the lady's just like, hmm, goes to throw a knife and then stops because Barbarella's just so She's pretty. She's too pretty. Too pretty, pretty. <laughs> and so it's Barbara leaves. power. Leaves. Wants to bang her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Barbarella goes and um, she like comes out and there's all these feathers on the ground and she's like, oh, fuck, my God. She's like, excuse me, have you seen an angel? And all the people are just like, oh, you mean that strange bird? <laughs> and then um, she hears like screaming and stuff and she's like, hmm, that's not great. Uh-huh. Bad things usually happen when they're screaming. Usually. And so she runs and there's like Pygar surrounded by a mob of people uh-huh. who are kind of gently like harassing him. <laughs> just like shaking him a little bit. Well, he's standing. They're all standing around and a few of them are near him and they'll like gently stroke a knife against his body. <laughs> <laughs> harassing him but sensually. Yeah. And there's like lots of like, you know, chortling and some light applause. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Like, I think someone goes to attack him with a big sword. I guess he's depressed about this because he hasn't flown away. He, I don't, I don't even know if he's <laughs> processing this situation. <laughs> Pygar is very much um, muscle, big, head empty. Good. Yeah. Pygar is himbo. Pygar is himbo. Um, yeah, so that's happening there. And so um, Barbarella's just like, ah, fuck, Pygar! And she, like, she runs in front to defend him and pushes him back into, like, there's this open doorway behind him. Uh-huh. And, like, they back into there and no one follows them into the room. <laughs> and then the door, like, sort of closes and they're Uh-oh. like, hmm. Bad room. And there's some writing on the wall. And she's like, Pygar, what does this say? 
And Pygos says, I can't fucking see. <laughs> well, he um, runs his hands uh-huh. over it because it's like raised. Okay, that's fair. He's like, the room of ultimate solution. Okay, and it's the death room. It is. It's the suicide <laughs> chamber. Cool. Which you cannot leave because the, the barrier came back up. Uh-huh. And the suicide chamber is like, thank you for choosing to end your life with us today. <laughs> if you want, we have three excellent options for you. Choose whichever doorway you want. Um, the best ways to die. If you don't choose, you will be sacrificed to the math moss. To the what? The math moss, which we'll learn about later. Cool. Um, I'll tell you in like a second. Cool. But yeah, they're all just kind of like, oh, this is terrible. Mm-hmm. And the doors are like, make a decision. Make a decision. <laughs> and so they go to make a decision. And when suddenly there's um, a dude in the room with them. <gasps> he's like, open the door. And he's like, well, hello there. I am saving you. And there's like two other people. Uh, and he's like, I am the concierge to the great tyrant. Nice. The tyrant has ordered you to be saved. I love that the tyrant has a concierge. Yes. I was like, hmm, did she give you that job or did you give yourself that job? <laughs> Yeah, uh, and then he, like, he saves them, he like pulls them out, and he's walking, and he's talking to them. Mm-hmm. He's like, yes, the Mathmos is a lake of living energy that watches all of us. Okay. And um, it feeds us negativity and evil, mm-hmm. and in return it gives us warmth and life. So basically, we all got a sin, and the lake is happy, and then we survive. And everyone's enjoying their sinning. I mean, it seems fine. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> that's kind of how it is. Yeah, so I mean, the murder's not great. Murder's not great. But yeah, so meanwhile, while all this is happening, um, Pygar gets kidnapped again. Okay. He's kind of just uh-huh. walking and then, like, gets scooped up by a net. And he's just like, well. <laughs> and uh, Barbarella's just like, um. And then how damseled he is. Yeah. Yeah. And the concierge is like, don't worry about that. We'll deal with that later. <laughs> now you, Barbarella, please go down here. And she's like, um, what is this pit? And he's like, sit down. No, go forward. And, like, pushes her down the pit. She's like, ah! And he's like, very well. And so she goes down this big slide. Uh-huh. And um, she lands in a party of sin. Hooray. Except it's not really a party of sin. It's more like a quiet gathering of sin. Because <laughs> it's just all these people and they're having drinks and smoking and being sinful and wearing saucy clothes. But they're kind of just there. Cool. It's yeah. just like a really chill orgy. Pretty much. And I think it's just like the, the great tyrant's audience room or whatever. Cool. Or like party room. Cool. Yeah, and then the concierge is just like, hello, we must go to the great tyrant now. Uh-huh. So like they go into this room and there's like this massive bubble. Uh-huh. And the bubble bursts, so I think it was a giant balloon. <gasps> and inside, there's like this bead curtain. Good. And then like the great tyrant exits. <gasps> and it's, it's the lesbian. Yes! <laughs> Except this time she doesn't have the eye patch. Uh-huh. And she's like wearing a sort of saucy black, like sheer drapery bralette type thing. And Love she has that. a unicorn horn for some reason. Cool. And Barbara, aesthetic. Yeah, very aesthetic. And Barbara was like, hey, you're that one-eyed wench. <laughs> and she's like, I am also the great tyrant, pretty pretty. <laughs> and Barbara was like, hmm, this ain't great. But um, the great tyrant shows that she has like... Well, okay, basically what happens is Barbarella's just like, oh, hello, great tyrant. And the tyrant's just like, yes, I know you're here to find someone. You want to talk to me? And she's like, yes, I'm on a mission to find Duran Duran. She's like, no, you fool. I'm talking about Pygar, your angel. Ah. It's like, Pygar is like basically tied up. Nice. On a sort of weird crucifix. I don't understand what's happening because his hands are tied above his head, but then during the scene, he just lowers his hands. <laughs> so I don't know if Pygar was just doing that for his own thing. <laughs> Yeah. He's just comfy that way. He is just comfy, and he's slightly suspended. Uh-huh. Um, and, like, the tyrant's just like, this man is a criminal. First of all, he escaped the labyrinth, mm-hmm. then he quilled 12 of my lever man, mm. and also he deprived me of you. Nice. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, such overt lesbian energy, but yeah. nothing ever happens. Oh, but it's the city of sin, Sasha. It is the city of sin. I didn't even put it together. I forgot being gay was a sin. <laughs> it's still the 60s. Right. <laughs> yep, yeah, so, um... 
She's basically like, here, like, hang out with us, have some fun with us, mm-hmm. um, be a sinner, Barbarella. And Barbara's like, yes, I suppose I can. And so, like, Barbara, like, or, like walks up to Pygar, and the tyrant's like, this is great. This is wonderful. <laughs> like, Barbarella, like, slides her hands up um, Pygar's pants. Uh-huh. And then the Grabs t- the gun! Grabs the gun! But she has no power. But they don't know that. Ah. So she basically grabs the gun, grabs uh-huh. the tyrant, and is like, release Pygar, or I'm gonna... Like, shoot your face off. Nice. And the turns is like, my face! My beautiful face! It's so beautiful! Why would you threaten it? Oh my god, my, fa- my face! Okay, cut down the angel, my face! That's just how women be, you know? That's just how women be, especially when they're evil overlords. Exactly. Mm. So, Pygar gets released, mm-hmm. and she's still, like, holding a gun to the tyrant, but during this, the concierge just kind of walks up and takes the gun away. <laughs> it's like, this gun is out of power. Like, look at her power bank on her boot. It's clearly out of power. Good. And then Barbara's just like, hmm, consequences. Huh? <laughs> and they're like, we have to punish her. How will we punish her? It's like, the birds. Send her to the birds. Yes, the birds. Death by birds. Nice. And so Barbarella is just taken away by like two ladies and uh-huh. she's like struggling, but there was no audio for the struggle, so it's just silently <laughs> taken away. And Piger's just kind of standing there. He's like, hmm, this is happening. <laughs> so now, um, basically, death by birds time, but first we're just kind of a little interlude of the tyrant kind of trying to bang Pygar. Uh-huh. Like, Pygar, Pygar's just laid on the ground and the tyrant's on top of him, and she's like, wow, you don't understand how beautiful I am because you're blind. Wow, my face, my body, my everything. Man, I'm great. I am such a catch. <laughs> um, and she's like, so how is, like, making love to Barbarella? Is it great? Uh, hey, let's have sex together. You're really gonna appreciate it. Tell me more about Barbarella. Um, how is making love with Barbarella? And he's like, angels don't make love. Angels are love. And she's like, that's a huge turnoff for me. So, okay. so I'm gonna throw you into the mathmas now. Nice. So goodbye, Pygar. The tyrant's just like, I was gonna bang you while we talked about Barbarella. But then you had to talk about love. Yeah. Ridiculous. Even then, she's like, let's make love together. Uh-huh. And then he's like, no, I am love. And she's like, gross. Mm, no, gross. Nasty. Cooties. Like Cooties. Good. Yeah. Um. So then we have, but now we go to Barbarella, uh-huh. who is basically thrown into this big glass chamber. Mm-hmm. And all these birds are released to attack her. Uh-huh. But the birds are budgies. <laughs> Okay. So so basically, um, it's a bunch of budgies, and it's like it's overdubbed of her screaming and yelling, but a lot of it's like there was bird seed in her costume, and so all these budgies are just like sitting on her. Just gently landing on her and... And like eating the bird seed and flapping around, and apparently to film it, they like blasted a fan at the birds so they would be more aggressively like flying towards her. jeez. Oh, so I feel like there was some animal abuse in this film. Yeah. 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 I mean, Jane Fonda probably wasn't having a great time No, either. no. And they also said it was very messy. Yeah, I that bet. Shoot. It's got shit all over. Yeah, because the birds were like, I am being harassed and blasted. Time to poop. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. But like a lot of it's just like her like screaming like, oh, no. But all the birds are just like perched along her arm. Mm-mm. Like, tweet, 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 tweet. Excellent. So, yeah. Just chilling. But while this is happening, um, suddenly like a secret like trap door opens and uh-huh. she falls down the slide uh-huh. none of the birds follow they're fine okay they they just stop being attached to her yeah cool yeah i assume i mean if you're attached to something and started like slipping on down i probably in your bridge probably be like whoa there yeah let's yeah, uh, disengage true. so yeah she like falls down basically and this tube leads into like the resistance <gasps> duran duran not duran duran no His, this guy's name is um dildano <laughs> yeah it's a great name right good he is wearing like Oh, a lever one piece uh-huh. and this lever one piece is basically Robin's outfit from the original Robin so it's like literally like the little speedo oh, shorts I see. yes and he yeah, has like yeah, a lever yeah. cape good mm. love that good on you dildano <laughs> um 
And he's like, oh, you're a political prisoner, right? What's the password? And she's like, I have no idea what the fuck's happening. He's like, oh, you're from Earth. Uh, and he's like, as thanks for saving, we should make love. And Barbaro's like, well, okay, then. Just take me off her clothes. And he's like, no, 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 no. Let's, I am more advanced than that. Let's make love like Earthlings. Oh. And Barbaro's like, oh, I guess. Like, I really, I well, yeah, she's now kind of just like, I guess we'll just do it this way. Fine. <laughs> the boring way. The boring way. And he's like, I have pills. We can take these pills. Uh-huh. Um, and so they, they do it, mm-hmm. and Barbara looks really put out by this whole thing. She's, like, holding her hands there while the other guy's just kind of, like, almost, like, electric-shocked look. Sure. Like, he's really, like, unfocused, unsure what's happening. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Their hair does weird stuff during this, so I guess every time you To be s- fair, she's used to it, and he's not. Yeah, also, I don't know if he's compatible no. with pills. He starts smoking at one point. That seems bad. Yeah, yeah. But it also seems like cartoon shorthand for very good orgasm. Perhaps, yeah, and their hair just kind of curls on their own. Okay, cool. I was like, cool. They cool. do that. They do that. Um, and then Barbarella's like, hey, okay, cool. We just had this very disappointing sex romp. Um, how'd you get these pills? Like, who gave you these pills? They're from Earth. They're secret Earth thing. <laughs> Why? Our secret sex that we have on Earth. So secret. Um, and he's like, oh yeah, Duran Duran. Um, I got it from this human guy, but like that was a while ago, and we mm-hmm. haven't seen him. And he's like, basically, um, the only person who would know anything about Duran Duran is the the queen, uh-huh. the, the tyrant, mm-hmm. and um, they make a deal because he's like you're an earthling you have earth weapons and earth technology mm-hmm. supply the revolution with like your technology ah. and we'll help you find basically the queen is hard to reach because she's always guarded mm. but she is vulnerable in her chamber of dreams okay. secret chamber of dreams secret chamber of dreams which is protected by an invisible barrier uh-huh. and it can only and there's a secret key that the queen has that opens the barrier but uh-huh. we have also second secret key okay how did they get this unclear we don't know. So it's like an invisible key. Uh-huh. It's like it's an invisible wall. It needs to be an invisible key. <laughs> All makes, makes sense. sense. So he gives her the invisible key, and he like he also gives her a map to get to the twelfth corridor where the chamber is. Uh-huh. And she's like, "Thanks, I guess." <laughs> and he's like, "Yep, you deal like you deal with the queen. The revolution can do a military coup." <laughs> And, like, take over the city of sin, I guess. Sure. I don't... I mean, I guess they, they, they are the good people who live. I see. But having said that, it is on a lake made of evil. Yeah. Yeah, it feels like it's kind of built in. It feels almost like maybe you should just... Move? Move? Like, leave the labyrinth. Yeah. Make uh, another city? Yeah. Barbarella it's... did literally make a uh, pathway. To be fair, they do seem to have, like, free free utilities from the Lake of Sin. That's true. So that's quite helpful. Mm, but I feel like they will be sinning. And, like, there's a thing where they're like, oh, yeah, like, the closer you are to the lake, the more evil it makes you because uh-huh. of the fumes. Uh-huh. But, yeah, that's that. <laughs> cool. So, great. Barbarella um, shoops up a tube to get to the 12th corridor. Mm-hmm. And she's like, can you guys tell me where, like, the secret 12th corridor is? There's, like, all these people, like, doing more sin. Uh-huh. Um, and, like, there's these ladies all, like, chilling out on pillows, like, doing almost like a big smoking pipe mm-hmm. that's connected to this giant bubble where a man is just submerged in water swimming around. Okay. And they're, like, smoking essence of man. Sure. Why not? And, like, Barbarella gets up there and it she's like... bad. <laughs> I feel like it would be a bit salty. Yeah. Um, and so Barbarella's, like, up to, like, where's the 12th corridor? And they're just like, hey, take a hit, man. <laughs> just have some essence of man. And then the concierge is there and she's like, I'm gonna sit down with you guys and take a hit of man. <laughs> and the concierge immediately, like, sees her. It's like, Barbarella. Barbarella. You escaped the budgie pit, Barbarella. <laughs> me, Barbarella. It's time for me to kill you. Oh, no. So the concierge it's takes... It's right, because the concierge probably wants to bang her as well. Probably, yeah. Well, no, like, what he does is very strange. Uh-huh. Um, it's time for a weird sexy torture scene. Oh, no. Where he basically has this giant, like, piano slash organ, which kind of 
she slots into the back of it and is like fully covered except for her head and like the the keys of the piano like you know the long stalks uh-huh. kind of just move up and down like this um, uh-huh. I'm making a wibbling hand motion as he plays music uh-huh. and it's like oh yes it feels very nice but as we reach the crescendo you'll die like by the end of the song you'll die from pleasure this is his kink I guess this is his kink he plays music you feel good then you die okay so he's doing this but um the prop and like there's a pile of bodies in the room as well so I yeah, assume he's just done it. this a lot <laughs> um he's like the machine starts smoking and then it eventually explodes because Barbarella is into it too she's like, sexy for the machine but the, the point of the machine is that it feels good it feels good but like I think by the time they reach the crescendo normally you die from pleasure but Barbara's like this is great yeah let's keep going ah I see she is she has she she has the, she's voracious she's too voracious for this machine yeah, and the guy's just like, my machine! Ugh, let me go get my other tools. You shameful girl. How shameful. Shame, shame, shame. You this broke my machine. This is a of sin! Yeah, so I don't know why he's shaming her. <laughs> but basically, like, while this machine was going on, like, he started playing in the machine, like, kind of was spitting her clothes out onto the floor. Yep. Like, we don't see you're getting stripped. It's just, like, I assume someone hiding somewhere, like, throwing out the oh, shoe. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and, like, he walks to go get his other sexy torture implements, mm-hmm. and he walks over her her glove that had the little orb, and it lights up. <gasps> is he Duran Duran? He is Duran Duran! Oh, my God! And Barbarella's just like, wait one fucking second. Duran Duran? And he's like, oh, shit. Oh, you figured me out. And she's like, what the fuck, Duran Duran? You look old as shit. You are meant to be 25. Uh-huh. And he's like, listen, there's a cost of living here, but it's great. I see. The evil ages you, I guess. Yeah, yeah. He's like, Mathmos will F you up, but it's shown me the truth and all this great shit. And Barbara's like, listen, I gotta take you home now. I have uh-huh. a mission. Uh-huh. And like, she's just kind of like... She's also like, hey, can you pass me an outfit? I'm just going to get dressed. Yeah. So he gets dressed in, like, to another outfit. Uh-huh. And he's just like, oh, here's half some boots. Nice. And um, well, I just have. Well, the, just other clothes, assumedly from the corpses on the ground. Gross. Yeah. Corpse clothes. <laughs> Fit her well, though. Love that. Um, yeah. And he's like, I'm not going to go home. No. The nobility of evil is too good. Mm-hmm. And then Barrow's like, well, then what about the positronic ray? And Duran's just like, I'm on to you. You want my ray. Um, my positronic ray, where basically everything in its path is sent to the fourth dimension and is irretrievable. <laughs> cool! So it's just a ray that shoots you into a new dimension. Okay. Not great. He just doing the equivalent of just shoving it all in a pit. <laughs> yeah, I'm just not going to think about that again. Put you in pocket space. In the future, when we realize how to access the fourth dimension, it has to be so full many of shit. <laughs> so much shit. Yeah, and Barbara's like, oh, how terrible. Why haven't you taken over Sogo? The fourth dimension is time. Are they just shooting stuff into the future? <laughs> you know, maybe. Like, 20 years later, all these people, like, rock it out. And they're just like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, so, like, why haven't you taken over Sogo? Mm-hmm. And um, he's like, the queen is always guarded by her team. Mm-hmm. And she's only vulnerable when she's sleeping. Mm-hmm. And so Barbarella's like, okay, cool. Let me team up with you because you are threatening to kill me. Because <laughs> is like, anyway, enough about me. Let's kill you now. Uh-huh. And Barbara's like, wait, no, I can get into the secret chamber and get to the queen. Uh-huh. I'm on your side now, Duran Duran. <laughs> also, you're threatening me with a gun. Yes. So he's like, ha, huh, you have the key? Describe it. She's like, well, it's invisible. He's like, fuck, you do have the key. <laughs> <laughs> um, yep, so they go up to her her secret chamber, mm-hmm. um, and like they open the door somehow. They like drop the <laughs> key. The secret key. Yeah, like she walks, it's like a mime. She walks into a barrier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then so like Duran Duran like kind of pushes her into the secret chamber and then he grabs the queen's key, which is on a <gasps> pillow next to the doorway. Mm-hmm. And then so now he has both keys and he's locked Barbarella in the chamber of dreams. Oh my God. With the queen. And Duran Duran's like, great, you're both on my way now. I'm going to go take over Sogo. Thanks. Nice. 
So he just uh, cackles away. Mm-hmm. Barbarella is trapped inside there forever. Oh no. And Duran Duran's just like, yes, today so go, tomorrow earth, the galaxy, the universe. <laughs> Barbarella's just like, oh fuck. It's, you know, a general villain speech. Mm. And then there's this whole random dream sequencing type cool. of thing. Cool. And Barbarella eventually finds the queen and she's mm-hmm. like, oh, we're trapped in here, queen. And the queen's just like, oh fuck. <laughs> this is terrible. I knew that guy was bad news. Yeah, and she's like, oh, we're dead. We're all dead. Mm-hmm. Apparently there's this rumor if anyone's in here with me, the Mathmos will claim me. We're not going to touch oh, on that cool. again. Okay. Yeah. There was a prophecy. We don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. It doesn't actually come to fruition. Oh, okay. Sure. Yeah. Anyway, um, we're both here. I got some spy cameras. So let's go spy on Duran Duran. <laughs> and so Duran Duran is having a coronation. Uh-huh. But it gets interrupted by, oh, like, no. these dudes who um, basically are like, hey, so um, all the rebels are revolting in the labyrinth. Duran Duran's just like, oh, my God. Okay. Just <laughs> You've send- inherited the bullshit? Yeah. He's like, okay, just go deal with it. Get rid of it. Yeah. And then, oh no, the rebels have Earth technology and are now winning. My god, who could have foreseen this? Yeah, and Duran's just like, oh my god, fine, I'll deal with this. I'm gonna dro- <laughs> like, destroy them with my positronic ray. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So he has like this special room with this positronic ray, mm-hmm. and it's a little console, and it's like on the console he'll like target people, and then the ray oh, destroys them. Okay, I thought it was gonna be a little done. Yeah, no, it's no, like it's a, a whole ass thing. It's almost like being in an observatory. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he's like, he just, he destroys all the rebels. He destroys oh, damn. Dildano. He destroys Professor Ping. So those guys are all dead now, I guess. Well, okay. That was very easy. Yeah. Yeah. So he's doing all that. And the queen and Barbarella are watching this. Mm-hmm. The queen's just like, ah, oh, well, I'm going to die anyway. So uh, I'm going to destroy everything. <laughs> what this idiot didn't realize Good. is that um, I basically control everything from inside my chamber of dreams and I will release all of the Mathmas. To devour all of Sogo. Cool. Can't rule anything if you're dead in a pit. Does that devour the chamber as well? Yeah, it devours everything. Cool. She's like, we're dying anyway. Cool, fucking mutually assured destruction. Yeah, and so the Mathmus is like devouring all of Sogo. Mm-hmm. Everyone who lives there is going to die. That's mm-hmm. They're just dead now. Mm-hmm. And Duran Duran's like, oh, fuck, everything's on fire. Yes, good. But what happens is the Queen and Barbarella are fine inside a bubble uh-huh. because Barbarella's innocence and naivety is so gross. The math is like, I'm putting a bubble around you and I'm not touching you. <laughs> yep. And eventually, funny. like, um, the math must vomit out Barbarella. And the queen and the queen's just like, wow, you're so disgusting and nasty. And the math is just like, none of that. Good. And then they get out and there's Pygar. And she's like, yep, he was probably pretty nasty too to the, pi- the math Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, so Pygar's there. Mm-hmm. And they wake him up by, mm-hmm. like, instead of doing CPR, they just kind of flap his wings a bit to force him to breathe. Cool. Because I guess he wasn't breathing. I don't know how long he has been breathing for. So basically, Pygar wakes up. He's like, okay, I'll fly us all out to safety. <laughs> and the queen is just like, I'm just going to hook onto the other side of you so nice. you fly me out as well yep. and they're just flying in the sky mm-hmm. and Barbarella's like why did you save her Pygar she did so much terrible things to you like how mm-hmm. could you forgive her and then he just kind of grins blankly into the distance he's like an angel has no memory okay and they just fly off into space and that's the end and that's the end amazing it's wild Lauren that's a wild fucking movie it was a wild movie it's so surreal also she didn't get huge and I don't know what I was thinking of Alright, so I've just looked it up, and what I was thinking of was a movie called Attack of the 50-Foot Woman. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I guess it became, like, a trope. Yeah. So, like, yeah, this movie was, it was very silly. Yes. It had no substance. No. But it was, just, it was fun. It was silly. What's your right? Okay, so this is a Chinese web novel. Mm. Um, it's called, so I've got a guilty pleasure for web novels that are about transmigration. Mm-hmm. So this one's called Quick Transmigration, Cannon Fodder's Record of Counterattacks. Give us, like, the 10-second transmigration rundown. Okay, so transmigration is basically this whole trope um, 
where your either your body, your soul is transported into another world. And so usually it's like, you know, you're a normal everyday person mm -hmm. and then suddenly you, you like Usually you get hit by a car, you wake up, and you're in, like, a fantasy world, mm -hmm. and now you're a knight, and you're going to do this. Yeah. The ultimate self-insert trope. Really is. Yeah. yeah. And so this one is about a character called um, Ning Shu, mm -hmm. who basically dies from cancer, and she becomes one of these agents. Mm -hmm. Like, there's tons of them, and they mm -hmm. all have AIs, and they, like, basically they have to, uh, um, what happens is that people who've died with a lot of regret or something, mm -hmm. or final wish, mm -hmm. um, that wish becomes a quest for the character to fulfill. It's just, it's very silly, it's very fun, it's very self-indulgent. I would recommend. Nice. Well, thank you for telling me about that nonsense movie. No worries, I do it every week. <laughs> you do too. That yeah. is that is what we do. It's almost like it's our job. It's not it's our job, not we're, our not job. we're not getting paid. We're not paid for this, Sasha. I can't believe this is a hobby. We have real jobs. Well, a, kind of, a bit. Sometimes we have real jobs. Sometimes we work. <laughs> yes. Occasionally. Alright, enough of this. Alright, goodbye. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Popcorn Fort. If you have any movie recs, hilarious anecdotes, or you just want to chat, hit us up on Twitter at PopcornFort, or send us an email at popcornfort at gmail.com. Our logo is by the talented Horberries, whose other work you can find on Twitter at Horberries underscore. If you'd like to support us, please rate and review us on iTunes, or just tell a friend. Tune in next week for more nonsense. <laughs>